Welcome back or welcome to Sincerely Me if this is your first time joining us. My name is Khadija Ashraf and I am your host. I am very sorry that I've been AWOL, but as you've seen on stories, if you follow me on Instagram, which you should, I have been sick and I was out of town on the weekend, so I didn't have the time, the equipment or the voice to record at all. But here I am. I am going to put out this episode on Wednesday and hopefully put out another one on Friday. So we're back on track. And without any further ado, let's get into it. Hello again, and if you're new here, you're in luck because today I am telling you the story behind Sincerely Me. So, for starters, Sincerely Me is an old song by Hello Goodbye, a band called Hello Goodbye, and it was pretty noisy, but as a person, I'd always been super fascinated by words. And the lyrics played out in a sort of unique way where the lead singer was narrating a letter and it was signed sincerely me but the song title was actually dear jamie sincerely me it's a pretty old song it was released in 2004 which means i was 10 at the time but i think i may have discovered the song when i was 12 maybe 13 now here's a fun fact i've always liked communicating through letters When I was growing up, I wrote letters to my mom in the next room, to my friends at school, to my grandparents. I left right, and I still do. So the whole concept behind the song that it was as if it were a letter, it intrigued me. And I felt like, okay, this is a cute concept. As I grew up, I started writing more and more. And I used to share my old writings on my old Facebook and honestly, for, for that time and age, I got a lot of compliments, which sort of gave me a little boost of confidence. And by the time I was 14 or 15, I had decided that I wanted to write a book titled Sincerely Me. Okay, so my book would be a letter, an honest letter from me to the world, a collection of my writings, basically. But Life happened and here I am, 28 years old with notebook, but Sincerely Me has come to life in podcast form. There may still be a book though, you never know. So welcome to my little project where we're allowed to just be. This is a judgment-free zone where we talk about anything and everything. I especially give extra attention to mental health and well-being because when I was growing up, it was very taboo you were not allowed to talk about mental health struggles. Mental health struggles automatically earned you a crazy label. And that is so far from the truth. It actually really pisses me off to think about. So this is precisely why I like to shed some extra light on mental health struggles and sort of raise awareness to the matter. Now that we know the story behind Sincerely Me, where the name came from, what I was thinking how it was a project in my mind ever since I was 14 or 15 years old. And now I'm about to tell you guys 
how I discovered mental illness, how I came to discover that there was a thing called mental illness when I was just a teenager. I'm going to walk you guys through my experience for a bit. When I was about 15 to 16 years old, I had just been introduced to mental health disorders through a TV show. I used to watch on NBC4. <laughs> Maybe if you, if any of you is my age, because I feel like a lot of people are younger than I am, but if any of you is my age, it was called 90210, and it was about a bunch of high schoolers or whatever, and one of the characters was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And on the show were several scenes portraying the manic episodes and the depressive episodes. It was wild and I admit I was intrigued and as a human being I am really really curious by nature so needless to say I googled and I read all about bipolar disorder and the reason why I thought it was so interesting is because I saw a lot of the drastic mood swings in myself so naturally I wondered um was something wrong with me? Did I have this disorder? Granted, not as severe as the TV show character, but I felt that something was there. So of course, I lost myself on the internet and took a bunch of quizzes that all said I had some form of depressive disorder, but that an actual consultation with a psychiatrist was required to confirm a diagnosis. For a 15 or 16-year-old in my time, that was maybe 2010, if you went to a psychiatrist and people knew about it, it was social suicide. My mom also thought I was too young to be exposed to psychiatrists and all the emotional hurricanes that come with therapy and maybe the possible introduction to antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication. It was just a lot for a 15 or 16 year old. And I didn't understand at the time. But now that I have actually been to therapy, I get why it would be a tremendously difficult process to go through at a young age. However, I do believe that in some cases it may be necessary because I feel like if you're putting yourself in harm's way, if there is a risk to your life, psychiatry or therapy or whatever form of intervention you choose is 100% necessary in order to keep this certain teenager or this certain child or this certain young adult out of harm's way. So this is my phase up until the age of maybe 17, maybe up until I went to university, which was when I was 18. And up until I was 20-something years old, I'd believed something was up but there was no way of me confirming it because I did not have the courage to see a professional a mental health care professional and things happened years roll by and I keep bottling them up inside where they go bad with no outlet basically I used to journal and then I would tear up all of the papers because I always had this weird thing where I felt like someone was going to read and I didn't want anyone to read my deepest most inner thoughts so that was the fate of my journals and I was convinced that I knew how to deal with my shit for the longest time until I didn't know anymore I didn't know who I was what I was doing what I was feeling and this was 2020 I was now 26 years old so 
the beginning of my actual discovery was 10 years ago when I was 16 maybe and now I was 26 years old and still avoiding my entire mental health situation and 2020 happened and the panic of facing a possible apocalypse really took its toll on me and everything I pushed down for years bursted its way out of me like a fucking volcano with literally no warning. I blew up. And when I say I blew up, I'm not even exaggerating. I actually blew up. Like, I was all over the place. If you could imagine someone's brains splattered all over the walls, their feelings everywhere, everyone is in tears, everything is wrong, that was me in 2020. I'm not even exaggerating. And this is the part where I tell you guys that mental health issues of all kinds do not excuse problematic behavior. Things happened to me that year. Some of them caused by me, some not. Some of them were my fault, some were not. But the bottom line is that your mental health situation will explain your behavior but not excuse it. You will still be held accountable, you will still suffer the consequences of your actions, and you are still responsible for hurting other people's feelings. This is the part where we talk about misusing your mental health illness or your mental health situation or your mental health issue, whatever you want to call it, and start pinning everything wrong in your life on it and expecting it to be excused because you're struggling. Recently, we've been getting a few students who come up to us and are all fed up with the academic burden and ask us to cut them some slack because they are depressed. While I appreciate the honesty and applaud the social awareness that has allowed us to be open and honest about our depression or anxiety or ADHD or OCD or borderline personality disorder, like in my case, or bipolar disorder, for example, whatever it is, okay, I would also like to point out that Having periods of extreme sadness, pressure, depression, and stress is completely normal and wildly justified if you're studying for a demanding major or if you're performing an emotionally draining or physically demanding job. But asking to be excused from your duties is basically just avoidance and all around unfair, not only to you, but to your peers as well because... You're all supposed to be treated equally, whether you're a student or whether you're an employed in like a job or whatever. Everyone is supposed to be treated equally. Being rude and mean and disrespectful because you are depressed and expecting people to be okay. That's just delusional. People and the world around you are not responsible for how you deal with your struggles. I mean, don't get me wrong. When it's too much for you, take a break. By all means, you are the only person who's inside yourself and you know your own limits. Personally, when I was going through one of my most difficult periods of time, I took at least three months off of work because I knew I was not in the right headspace to teach. I knew I was not in the right headspace to deal with people. I was not in the right headspace to um, explain my situation to certain people and that's okay I knew my limits I knew where I needed to draw the line and take some time off and I know a lot of people especially if you're a student you're like I can't take a time off I am on a deadline I need to graduate 
okay, if you need to do this, if you value this more than your current state of mental health, push through it. Find a way to deal with both of them at the same time, as hard as that may be. But don't expect the world around you to give you excuses and to cut you slack for things that are basically an internal struggle between you and yourself. The thing is, you cannot go up to someone, disrespect them or misbehave or whatever insult you inflict onto them and go like, well, I'm depressed, so you'll have to excuse my poor behavior. No. Honestly, no. As a person with BPD, which is borderline personality disorder, when I find myself going through one of my major mood shifts, I cannot yell and scream in someone's face. At least not anymore, because <laughs> I used to do that. But because I've trained myself to extract myself immediately from a situation, and after many, many mishaps, I can assure you that people won't always tolerate your bad behavior. After one time too many, you'll end up with barely anyone around you to weather the storms with you. Some people may be forgiving, and they will forgive you if you apologize properly, but they are in no way obligated to allow you back into their lives. And this is how you lose a bunch of friends because you are unable to manage your own self. You're unable to work things out within yourself before you blow up in someone's face. So please, pretty please with a cherry on top. Do not misuse the concept of mental health. Do not diminish mental health struggles and do not say that everything is depression. Everything is an anxiety disorder. Everyone gets anxious. Everyone gets sad. But that does not necessarily mean you have depression. You don't have to pin everything on depression. Okay. Reflect on what's happening inside of you first before you put it out into the world. And don't expect people to excuse problematic behavior on account of your inability to self-regulate. And on that note, I would like to invite you to listen to my episode on emotional regulation. And I will link it below because I feel like this is a very important and very good episode that you would need in your life. I learned a lot going through the process of emotional regulation and I also learned a lot about myself when I was researching the topic so I could put it into an episode and emotional regulation is highly highly underestimated highly highly underrated and I feel like it is one of the most important skills that we need in our lives and one of the most important skills we need to develop and work on every single day of our lives and we need to understand that we're not going to get it right 100% of the time sometimes we're not going to be able to self-regulate and that's fine but if you're trying if you fail one out of 10 times if you fail two out of 10 times you're doing great and you're going to continue to do great. Sometimes things are beyond our breaking points. And that does not mean that we're unable to self-regulate. It just means that it was too much. And that we're only human. And that's fine. That's all for today, folks. But before we click off and before I'm done recording, I'd like to leave you guys with a few words of wisdom regarding mental health. <music> Mental health struggles are not a personal failure. You have not done something completely wrong with your life. You are not beyond repair. 
your parents did not screw you up, not necessarily. Sometimes things happen, things get in the way. We deal with things the way we the way we are meant to deal with them. We all struggle. Some days we're more sensitive. Some days we're more resilient. But you fail when you fail to draw the line between what you need to deal with on your own time and what you expect people to put up with. People are not punching bags. We're all fighting our own battles. We're all going through something of some sort. And I bet if you ask just a handful of people, you'll be surprised at what they're actually dealing with. So please remember that the next time you get the urge to blow up in someone's face, be extra kind, be abundant, be understanding, and most of all, be forgiving. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. It was sort of a makeup episode I wanted to make up for because I missed last Friday. But anyways, um, that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please reach out to me if you have any questions or if you want to, you know, suggest something that we talk about. If there's anything you want to listen to, um, I will link the episode uh, of emotional regulation in the show notes i'll also link the instagram and facebook please 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 pretty please leave a rating and review on apple podcasts or on spotify um it really makes a huge difference with the show and the exposure and the downloads i do appreciate your support and um yeah <laughs> that's all for today thank you guys sincerely me